0: Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Nearly 40 years in Middle Tennessee serving the local community and serving up great Ford vehicles at your convenience. You can trust the non-commissioned sales staff at Two Rivers Ford if you go visit them in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. You know that you can rely on satisfaction guaranteed when it comes to HVAC needs from Brymac Mechanical, B R Y M A K. That's Brymac.com, their main location in Clarksville or around the midstate with three locations and in Kentucky as well at Brymac.com. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. You, I, If you didn't bet the Preds tonight, you're losing money. If you didn't use the promo code A to Z Sports tonight, you're losing money. Money, stop losing money. Download this damn app while I'm literally right now, while I'm telling, while I'm talking to you. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, plug in that promo code A to Z Sports and start making money. It's too easy at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, of course, is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The official real estate agent of the Titans, the Preds who are up big right now, and A to Z Sports. Prime time, garyashton.com. Okay, so the Tennessee Vols, they are back in action, at least as it relates to spring practice. Johnny Jameson on YouTube says, love the tragedy of Vol football into the veins, please. Two and nine. So Johnny isn't coming in here with any kind of positivity whatsoever. And you know what this says? You know what this says to me? Uh, It says to me, That the expectations are low, and that's okay. Just like me, Vol football is going to exceed low expectations. They're going to thrive off low expectations. Because if they're already low, then you can't be much more disappointed if they get any lower. And that's the kind of place that Tennessee is in right now. Now, there's some suspensions that we're going to talk about with the quarterbacks in particular. One suspension in particular that I think is of import. We will get your reaction to that here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Jason Kincaid says, blah, 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 get to it. Jason, don't you? (laughs) What, you don't? Jason, when you, you know, I don't know what your sexual preference is, Jason, okay? Here's how I'm going to start this off. Do you not like foreplay before you have sex, Jason? Is that what you're like? Are you just trying to get straight to the action? I'm sure that is not enjoyable for anybody in your life who you would be having sexual relations with. You got to have some foreplay to get the blood pumping. Jason. I'm just out here trying to talk dirty to you. And you gotta come in here like you got you got to get straight to the act. Man, you better stop with that here on a Thursday night. How am I supposed to how am I supposed to warm you up, Jason, if I just get straight to the point? That sounds like a terribly unpleasant experience. And I'm not about unpleasant experiences. Now you know I'm starting off hot here on a Thursday, so now it's time for your two Rivers Ford take. On uh, on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. Farsender, oh, did I shock you? Oh my gosh, Jason can't get foreplay from a doll. That's not nice. <laughs> Be nice to Jason. I'm just having fun with him. Everybody knows that I'm, you know, I kid because I love. It's okay, Jason. You want to get to the act? We're here to get to the act. Now it's time for the act of your two rivers for take. <laughs> Who will win the Vols starting QB job? That's the first question that we're going to ask you on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube and on Twitch TV. Let me know where you're at with the Vols starting uh starting quarterback position. You have four options to choose from. Uh, of course, you have the freshman Caden Salter, you have Harrison Bailey who is making his return, you have Brian Mauer who's hanging around on the roster and then you have the transfer, Hendon Hooker from Virginia Virginia Tech, who is a very good scheme fit based on what we know Josh Heupel to want to do. Let me know of those four players who you think will win the Vols store starting quarterback job on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV, and we will let you hear from the head coach of the Tennessee Volunteers here in just a second, right after I tell you about the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. They're going to get you going when you go out to visit them in Mount Juliet. In fact, the weather the weather tonight is nasty. The weather the rest of the weekend is going to be beautiful. Go test drive a new uh, Ford F-150. Go test drive an uh, electric Mach-E Mustang. Go do it at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, and you'll love the experience just talking to the people out there. And if you're not a people person, I'm not a people person. I love my people at Two Rivers Ford, but sometimes I can be an introvert. If you want to be an introvert and you still want a new car or pre-owned car, that's fine too. Go through the entire car purchasing process online at tworiversford.com here on the A to Z Sports Primetime Network. Which of those four quarterbacks is going to get it going for the Vols. Now, obviously, you don't have to stick with one quarterback throughout the course of the season. We know that's not how college football works. You're going to see some variety of these guys over the course of the season. Whatever helps in competitive advantage, Kirk Avelli says. Buck already shooting from the NBA logo, and he just started. Let's go. Listen, I, uh, I, I, you know, it's the end of the week, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to bring it strong, Kirk. Who you think you're dealing with, baby? Come on, you know I've got, you know I got juice left in the tank. I've been doing. What, tw- what do I do on, uh, on a weekly basis? 15 hours of radio, an hour of podcast, five hours a week of the primetime show? That doesn't mean I don't still have the energy. I can still get it done. Don't you worry about me, Kirk. We're going to show you a good time here on a Thursday night. That's why I tune in, says Jason Kincaid. We appreciate you, Jason. Thank you for your patience. Uh, I have no idea who will win without seeing practice. Just let the best man win, says Evan C. White. Uh, Bailey had at least earned a chance to start says Chris stress. yeah, I mean this is the this is the place that we find ourselves in, right? Harrison Bailey, you waited so long, you waited so long to see him out on the field under Jeremy Pruitt and Jim Cheney and they they completely botched the situation, completely mismanaged Harrison Bailey's freshman year. and what you saw was a sample size that is very, very incomplete. Now, the good part is you've seen a lot of – you know, they put out hype videos and they're going to make the program look good. They're going to make the players look good, right? But you see moments from Harrison Bailey in those little glimpses of those guys that we get, see him taking command of the team. He wants to be the starting quarterback for the University of Tennessee. You like that energy. And then you find yourself in this position because if you want to know who's going to start, well, you have to start by process of elimination. And there's already on the first day of spring football – One of these four players eliminated. Remember Brian Maurer, Harrison Bailey. Those are the two returning players from last year's Tennessee team. Got Caden Salter coming in as a true freshman. And you have Hendon Hooker, the transfer from Virginia Tech. But one of those four is already off the board. Because Caden Salter, according to Josh Heupel at his first spring football press conference today, Caden Salter is suspended indefinitely. Hey, Josh, Blake Tom, I'm with Knoxville News
1: Central. Uh, did Caden salt their practice today? Uh, Caden did, uh, is not on practice field today.
0: Uh, why is
1: he not practicing? Uh, uh, Caden's a uh, part of a group of, of individuals that uh, are suspended from team activities uh, at this point.
0: Is there any timeline for those guys to, to return to practice? There
1: isn't, uh, that's being handled uh, on campus and, and as we receive information, we'll act accordingly. Um, you know, there's high expectations, high standards uh, to represent uh, Tennessee football. And, and uh, at the same time, we're going to stay uh, true to those kids and support them as they go through this process. And as we
0: gain information, uh, we'll be able to share that. All right, so that was Vols head coach Josh Heupel talking about Kane Salter not practicing today, the true freshman, because he is suspended indefinitely. Now, this stems from a, uh, what, what Heupel brought up there, a group of players who are suspended because of a, a, an incident that happened on campus. And I'm reading this from our friend Trey Wallace at Rocky Top Insider. So what it, what Heupel just said there, Caden is a part of the group of individuals that are suspended from team activities. So the other football players who have been suspended, because we're talking about the starting quarterback, of course, but there's another group that has been suspended. Uh, so they are Martavius French, Aaron Willis, and Isaac Washington, plus Caden Salter. They were arrested and charged with simple possession. I'm reading from Trey's report here. Arrested and charged with simple possession, unlawful drug paraphernalia, and juvenile incident, according to the UTPD arrest log that week. Salter had not been named in the documents because he was a minor at the time of the incident. It happened on March 9th at Stokely Hall on campus. So when we're talking about starting quarterbacks for Tennessee, process of elimination, Caden Salter's, at least for the time being, Suspended indefinitely, so you've got to take him out of the rotation. This clears the clears the path, I think, very much for Harrison Bailey. Now you're going to see a variety of different packages. You're going to see a variety of different looks. I think Brian Mauer and the Wildcat is still something that's very, very feasible. He has that ability, and he's been, and he was recruited by this UCF staff. As uh, as in fact, Trey Wallace, who was on my radio show on 104.5 The Zone on Tuesday, reminded me that uh, that Brian Mauer was recruited by Josh Heupel at UCF. Evan C. White says, not a good look, Caden. Somebody broke the law, says Donald, uh, Donald Red. Evan says, damn, it's just weed, not cool. UTPD. I smoked in my dorm at UT like every day. Well, you know, don't self-incriminate. Statute of limitations. I don't know how long you've been out, I've been out, but at least, you know, don't, don't throw you. Listen, if you're if you're gonna get arrested, don't do it here. This would be such a terrible place for you to get arrested or charged with possession long after the fact. I don't know how long you've been off campus, Evan, but don't don't put it in print. Buddy, you've got to be smarter than that. But if you're smoking in your dorm, you're probably not that intelligent because you got to be a little sneakier than that. Not that, I'm in, not that I'm advocating it by any stretch of the imagination for uh, unlawful drug uh, drug use. You know that I would not do that because it is illegal here in the state of Tennessee. One year, bruh, since I haven't seen my breath. <laughs> here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. So we'll talk more about the quarterback situation because now that you know Caden Salter's off the table, this narrows your options down to 3 and it's probably not going to be Brian Mauer so it narrows your options down to 2. Which of those two players, Hendon Hooker or Harrison Bailey, do you believe has the best chance of starting for the University of Tennessee come this fall, understanding that they're not going to ride out the season with the same quarterback playing all of the snaps. We know this to be so. They don't have a they don't have a first round draft pick at quarterback, he's probably not going to play all the snaps. While you guys do that, I'll give you a quick reminder about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will hook you up the same way that they take care of meat, the same way that they take care of the vast majority of Middle Tennessee and Kentucky, because they got three locations to do so. Hit up Chris Hamby, Miss Sherry, the lovely Hamby family that runs Brymac Mechanical for commercial or residential. HVAC satisfaction guaranteed. They will put you in your comfort zone as the seasons begin to change at Brimac Mechanical. Okay, who is going to start for the University of Tennessee come the fall? Because right now what we do know is it's not going to be Caden Salter for the foreseeable future. Hope crag- crab legs were involved, says so Jason Kincaid. No, it doesn't sound as sexy as all that. It just sounds like, you know, a pot charge. Balls have split with Vandy over the last decades, says Mason, L-O-L. Sean Hicks and Keith Winfrey on Facebook both say Hendon Hooker. So Hendon Hooker, the transfer from Virginia Tech, is a really, really good syst- uh, systematic fit, if that's the way that you want to describe it. He vibes well with the offense that Josh Heupel is going to want to want to run, and that's a good that's a good thing. But also, you have an immensely talented prospect um, or former prospect who's now on your roster in Harrison Bailey, who is really trying to assert himself based on all the reports. I know reporters in college don't get the kind of access that NFL reporters like myself do to players and to practices, but you want to see that competitive fire from Harrison Bailey. And I honestly think it helps if it's just these two guys on the table um, because I think that when you can identify, when when you know when you know you got one person to beat in any competition, in any kind of business, in any kind of uh, walk of life, you know you got one person to beat, makes it a hell of a lot easier to figure out how you can beat them. Helps it helps you figure out a lot easier how you can maximize yourself competitively to put yourself in a position to succeed. So I believe between Hooker and Bailey, that's going to be real where the real quarterback competition lies, and it just depends on whether Harris and Bailey can do the things in Josh Heupel's offense that they think Hendon Hooker is a good fit for, that they think Caden Salter is a good fit for, but obviously... He's off the list. Hooker was recruited by Hypel, says Sam Doan. Yes, indeed. People seem to forget Hypel's offense can be adjusted to a pocket passer type. Bailey is the most accurate of the quarterbacks. This is from John Daniel London on Facebook. Bailey is the most accurate of the quarterbacks, and they said that is the most important in this offense. Well, I, I think accuracy... I think accuracy... So it's a good question, especially in college. Like, what's more important? Is it accuracy? Or is it more mobility? Is it just pure athleticism that allows you to succeed as a college quarterback? Because I think in college you can make the argument that a- athleticism is as important as accuracy. Because so few of these kids in college, there's so many, so many different kinds of guys playing quarterback across college football, both FBS and F- FCS. Uh, that you could make the argument that they can that they can prioritize mobility and athleticism because not everybody has accuracy, but if you have accuracy and you're somebody who can be a pro style quarterback, well then it's incumbent upon the coach. Here's the thing that the the biggest fail the fi- biggest failing with Jeremy Pruitt and Jim Chaney outside of the things that ended up getting them fired for cause, which you know saved the University of Tennessee a lot of money. The biggest failing of those two men in particular is as the head coach and offensive coordinator, they could not develop a quarterback. They made offense look so difficult to come by, so hard to find sustainable, consistent offense. That cannot happen in college football. There's too many ways around it. There's too many ways to make it serviceable. And what you saw was a coaching staff that couldn't adapt. Now you have a good prospect in both Caden Salter, who's, as we mentioned, suspended indefinitely, And Harrison Bailey, who has very, very limited reps, probably didn't learn that much of the offense for as little as they were practicing him under Pruitt and Cheney, and now has the ability to come in with a new coaching staff, a fresh start, a lot of the same wide receivers, which arguably is the best return position group for this team. Uh, You could maybe make an argument for safeties. I know the offensive line lost a lot, but they're still in an okay place. They're not as good. Or as top-end talented as they were last year, obviously with the transfers uh, that were had. But at this point, uh, you look at Harrison Bailey and say, "Well, if Harrison Bailey is the more accurate quarterback, if Harrison Bailey is the better overall player at that position, how can you not adapt your scheme, your system to the uh, to the skills of your player?" That's what the coaching staff is tasked with doing. That is what's what's most important. And honestly. That's why I think that Harrison Bailey has the best shot at this thing. Hendon Hooker, I think, is a you know put break glass in case of emergency. We know this guy. We've recruited this guy. We know that this guy could run the offense. But if we think we can find a better player to do so, well, then that player should be either Caden Salter when he returns from suspension or Harrison Bailey in this particular case. Johnny Jameson says, Buck, honest opinion. Pruitt allegations snipe was an inside job to get his contract off the books. So, Johnny, I, uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't know enough about the situation. I know the details of the situation, right? The McDonald's bag, the whole, the whole, you know, the whole reason that the University of Tennessee was able to fire Jeremy Pruitt for cause. Now, what I'll say to you is that uh, what I'll say to you is that the situation with Jeremy Pruitt it was a lot they 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 made it a lot easier on themselves to get rid of all that money right and the whole mcdonald's bag thing was really really sketchy even though i think dan patrick is a very trusted source or has trusted sources in the world of college football he's been spot on about a lot of things in the sport over the course of this year when a lot of people have not have been off but i think i think that there was some things fed to the national media that Nobody else was really able to discern, but what, once they were spoken into the atmosphere by somebody who's as trusted as Dan is, and Dan is hugely trusted, of course, rightfully so. And he has journalistic principles as good as anybody. He used to work for CNN, for God's sakes. Like, this is a classically trained journalist who also knows how to do sports talk radio. So my thing with the Pruitt situation is, yeah, it smelled funky. But I don't know enough to push back on it, right? Because after it happened, everything just kind of died around it and people accepted it as fact because it was spoken into existence by a credible source. That's the place that I think we find ourselves in with Jeremy Pruitt. And, you know, you can, you can talk about it being unfair to Pruitt and unfair to his staff to be hung out to dry that way, because they were. Uh, but that's kind of what you all were hoping for, for the m- most part. I think the majority of people, and I, I can't speak for everybody in here, I think the majority of people were ready for Jeremy Pruitt to go. It was just a matter of the money. And then the university found a way to take care of the money. The university will settle with Pruitt. He won't get 12 mil, but we'll end up getting something It is just easier that way, says John Daniel London. Yeah, I think thats I think that's where a lot of this stuff went. It just, you know, let go and let God at this point. But that's not something you can do as it relates to the Tennessee football depth chart, which we're going to talk about coming up next. I want to know from you guys on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV, big deal, little deal, or no deal? Henry Tootoe and Quaveris Crouch not on the Vols' spring roster. I need you to give me a big deal. I need you to give me a little deal. I need you to give me a no deal if that's what you're feeling here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Henry To'o, To'o and Corveris Crouch, two linebackers, not on, two starting linebackers, not on the spring football roster, despite the fact that they were hanging out on campus uh, through much of this spring. Big deal, little deal, or no deal, the two linebackers not on the updated Vols spring football roster. While you guys weigh in with your commentary, I will tell you about the fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook and the fantastic, the top-rated, America's top-rated sportsbook app. That is DraftKings Sportsbook. And you use the promo code that you see behind me, A2Z Sports. It's right there in bold. A2Z Sports is how you get going, how you start making easy money in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Because you know the tournament is in full swing. It's going to get kicked up again on Saturday with the first Sweet 16 games. And you know the DraftKings Sportsbook is going to drop you as a new customer right into the center of the action. Bet $1 on any tournament game, and if your team wins, you win $100. It's just that simple. $1 into $100 is 100 to 1 odds. You're not going to get odds like that. You're not going to get easy money like that anywhere else. So that's why you download the dra- the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. You use the promo code a 2 Sports. That's A-T-O-Z Sports. When you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code A to Z sports to turn one into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You must be 21 or older. Tennessee only restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and you want help, call or text the Tennessee red line one 800 889 9789. Promo code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big deal, little deal, or no deal. Corverus Crouch and Henry Tooto not on the spring football w- roster. Jesse Norwood says it's a big deal. And here's what I'll say uh, because Chris agrees with him on Facebook. I think you're going to see a lot of traction for this with the Facebook, uh, with the Facebook fam that we have around here on the primetime show. Uh those are two good players. Those are two starting players. Those are two experienced players, highly recruited prospects. That Henry Tooto chose Tennessee over Alabama. That shit never happens. And now what his parents are saying is they will never make that mistake again, which I find, uh, you know, unfortunate for the University of Tennessee because I think that the University of Tennessee is a good spot to be in if you can get the right – if you can get people that want to be there first and foremost – Because that's a big enough task unto itself. But at this point, you have to look at the players who are around this and say, okay, even though they won three games last year, are we better without those two players in particular? And I don't think you are. You would have a really, really hard time selling me on the idea that the University of Tennessee, despite all the problems that the defense had, because you know the defense did have problems last year, you have a hard time convincing me that the University of Tennessee is better without Henry Tootoo and Quaveras Crouch. That's the reason that I'm looking at this and I'm saying it's a little deal because I think those players weren't coming back anyway. They were in the transfer portal. I think largely they're going to remain in the transfer portal. Uh, Scott Stein or Scott Stinney, forgive me, Scott, if I'm mispronouncing your last name on Periscope, he says it's time to move on. I think it's a little deal because I really never expected to see them back anyway. But if you wanted to hear from the head coach on the subject matter, here's Josh Hype in his press conference today.
1: Hey, Josh, David Haslam down here in Chattanooga. Uh, I know you addressed the situation with um, Toa Toa and Crouch yesterday. I was just kind of curious how you balance a couple of players that have played – in Tennessee and, and are good players and improving players with also kind of the, the buy-in aspect. You talk about the buy-in and, and right now they're not with you. How do you just kind of balance all that? And I, I think your program is always about who's inside of your building, who's inside of your locker room. It's never about who's not here. I don't care if it's recruiting or, or guys that uh, end up leaving your program. It's about the guys that are here. we got a got a group of individuals that uh, wanted accountability, wanted connection, uh, want to become a football team. Uh, we're on a, a long journey this is a, and this is a journey right uh, of uh, where we want to go uh, we're on that long journey right now our guys are, are, are competing and trying extremely hard to meet the expectations uh, they love one another uh, we're starting to be connected as a football team that gives us a chance to, to move forward um, we welcome anybody uh, back that, that wants to be a part of that uh, at the same time it's about the guys that are inside the room always and forever
0: About the guys inside the room always and forever. And so there was some hope about Henry Toto and Quiverus Crouch because they may not be inside the room, but they're in the, they're on campus. They were, you know, the the university was honoring uh, their scholarships. I know Quiverus Crouch spent a little bit of time working out with the team earlier on in this whole process, but ultimately they're still in the transfer portal. Now what Sean Hicks is saying on Periscope is that he thinks it's a little deal. He believes that they will still end up on the team. And I, you know, I think that's. I think the idea that they're still kind of hanging out there, that Tennessee is still factoring into both of their decisions, and that's important. You know, I don't know if you want to spend all of your time and energy or all of your time and effort looking at these two players and saying, yes, you know, we absolutely have to have them back. We're, we're going to be a worse, a substantially worse football team without them. If not for this point, Tennessee is down 16 16- they are so you are allowed to have 85 scholarship players on your roster. Tennessee is currently at 69. They are down 16 scholarship players because of the mass exodus that Tennessee had after Pruitt got canned in January. That that be, that creates a big problem not just from the top line starters that you're going to have because there is going to be, you know, until Tennessee can kind of get their feet back under them. I know you guys are largely tired of hearing Till Tennessee can get their feet kind of back under them, there's going to be a talent disparity with the University of Tennessee. And so the only way that you can make up for the talent disparity, one, is scoring points, which is going to be the most important thing on Josh Heupel's uh, list of things to do. But second, it's recruiting, which is something that he struggled with at UCF. And so when you're already dealing with this lack of available players, you want as many scholarship players as you can because you know the things that the great programs do, Alabama, Georgia. Ohio State, Florida now is kind of in this space where they roll them two and three deep off the line and they're just going to pummel you because you cannot keep up with the waves and waves of talent that they are able to deploy. Tennessee is not in that space right now. And down 16 scholarship players, because many of them left after Pruitt got fired, you you need every available body that you can get, much less if it's two talented players like Crouch and like Henry T. These are the two that you are optimistic about simply because you're still, you as the Tennessee Volunteers, are still in consideration by those two players. It's at this point, though, that you really, really need to lay it on thick because you can't afford to go in down 16 and two of those 16 being two of your best defensive players from last season. Big deal, little deal, or no deal? I'm saying it's a little deal because I do think they need those players. A uh, little deal says Albert Martin on Facebook live. Keith Winfrey says the fact that you didn't think they would come back wasn't your question, by the way. Are you talking Keith? Are you talking to me? You're talking to somebody else because I know I, ca- I can't see when you guys talk to amongst each other. Uh, OK, so Keith Winfrey says, really, Buck, a little deal. Let's see how replacing those two guys goes for us. The fact that you didn't think they would come back wasn't your question. By the way, yes, thank you, Keith. For I assume Keith is talking to me. I'm just I'm trying to keep, you know, I'm trying to keep the comments as straight as I can. Exactly. Uh okay. Uh what Jeff is saying exactly, but I get where he's coming from. He's I'm saying, yeah, Chris, or excuse me, Jeff, Jeff has my point here. I, I didn't expect them back, right? They're in the transfer portal. I, I wasn't expecting them to be on the roster come spring. It didn't shock me today when they weren't on the updated spring football roster. I think it's good. Because you could use them, and they're still considering the University of Tennessee. Neither has made it their transfer decision official as to where they might land in the portal. But I do think that it's a little deal because I wasn't that concerned. I, it's not that I wasn't concerned. But i it's not that I wasn't concerned because there is concern about, you know, how, how much really just the lack of talent that Tennessee is going to trot out there with when you begin specifically SEC play. But ultimately, um, you know, I'm not that bent out of shape about it because my expectations were that they weren't coming back anyway. Chris Stress said, hope he can do what he did at UC- Well, it's UCF, not USF, Chris, and develop not-so-talented kids. Weston Rohde on Facebook says those two are gone. John Daniel London says Tennessee recruits itself. Hypo will recruit much better at Tennessee. Evan says, Henry T can go anywhere besides Alabama or Florida, and I like slash respect him. Well, you know, I mean, I, I couldn't blame him if he went to Alabama. I don't know if I'd want to play for Dan Mullen. He seems like a bit of a nut. Um, but, you know, he seems to be a competent football coach, certainly not as likable at Florida as he was at Mississippi State. Uh, did I say USF? Forgive me if I forgive me if I did, Chris. Uh, that, that's a slip of the tongue on my part. UCF is what I should have said, the University of Central Florida, not the University of Southern Florida. Dan Mullen is the absolute worst. I mean, he's, you know, I I really, really out on Dan Mullen since he demanded that they fill the swamp after they lost to Texas A&M because he thought that a lack of full stadium in a global pandemic led to competitive advantage for uh, for Texas A&M. It's just so stupid. Um, so Jeff said, he said, UCF, I thought I said UCF. So maybe Chris, Chris, don't play mind games on me. You know, I'm moving fast around here. You know, I got a lot of comments to keep up with Chris. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I said what I said. Ohio state is plan B says Jeff Rubel. Uh, Evan, we are not going to wish, we are not going to wish that one. I'm not going to read that comment Two, We are not going to wish ill on anybody. We, you know, there's been too much loss of life because of COVID anyway. Um, you know, that's, uh, not cool. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime. Now let's get to something that is cool, but also kind of scary. It's the best thing that I saw on the internet this week. It is our weekly Thursday tradition. It is this is a free site. I want to know from you guys on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV, uh, just how much worse can the weather get in Nashville? Because I know not all of you live in Nashville. I don't know how many of you have lived in Nashville if you now live outside of Nashville. But the weather here has been super bipolar. I have tornado PTSD from a year ago this month, uh, March the 3rd or the 4th. I can't remember. This thing came through and wrecked, and we've had tornado watches all day long. I have been uh, hugely bothered, and we continue to have nasty weather. Fortunately, we were able to get through the primetime show. Okay. But my question to you is, how much worse can the weather get in Nashville? Because I'm going to show you some videos that are going to rock your shit in a way that uh, certainly they were jarring to me. But first, I want to tell you quickly about the fine folks at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Gary Ashton, the official real estate agent of all your favorite pro sports teams and your favorite pro sports talk show. Not a pro sports talk show, but I am a professional sports talker. You know what I mean. GaryAshton.com. Your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel if you are on the market to do so. And if you are in the market to do so, get the intel so you can sell your home for more courtesy of the Gary Ashton team. they got the Guaranteed Local Offer Program as well. Find out more about that at GaryAshton.com. I think he's back from Florida. He's been in Florida since the snowstorm. Yeah, Gary's been living the good life down there. If you don't follow him on Instagram, at Gary.Ashton, I do believe. Weather is almost always perfect. Let's see what. No, uh, oh, he says come to rally for a preds Canes game. Uh, I don't know if I'm willing to travel for a hockey game. Um, I like hockey because, you know, you used to be able to go and get drunk at hockey games and party with your friends. And now that's no longer really, hopefully it will, it will be better once I get a shot in my arm. Um, but right now the, the Preds get also the Preds stink, although not tonight, Preds playing well tonight. So you like to end pretty, pretty well in their last, like in their last, like six games, they've looked a lot better. Uh, coach Peyton says, here I am risking it all watching primetime Rutherford County under tornado warning. LOL. Well, we hope that everybody, by the way, we hope everybody's safe. We appreciate you guys hanging out. Hopefully we can take your mind off the bad weather. And if you're watching us, we hope you're watching us in a safe space because it has been pretty touch and go. Uh, But what I will say to you is that the weather here in Nashville is uh, is pretty problematic, but never more so than what I saw on the internet today. This is a free site. crazy weather in Nashville when this hailstorm rolled over the top of us in the middle of a tornado warning. So I don't know that there's any sound with this video. I don't hear any, but you see the hail rolling closer and closer. The Tennessee Tower, this is downtown Nashville. You can tell because of all the power cranes, but it's rolling across. In fact, I think that's my gym that it's rolling across right now. Heading towards the Tennessee Tower to your right, the Sheraton, the First Horizon building. There's the Tennessee Tower. There comes the storm, and it's about to smack everybody in the face with hail, sleet, and otherwise this shit was scary if uh, the into the mist i think is a tv show or a movie um where you know you just completely evaporate and then everybody i think uh, you know they they turn, I, I can't remember what the plot line is but anyway it was fairly terrifying today and then it's you know sending down not fist size but probably palm size pieces of hail i had to go park my uh, park my car in my girlfriend's parking garage but to see this storm just kind of roll over the top of us in the middle of a tornado warning, really, really shook me up. This video, this first video is courtesy of Josh Breslow, our friend at News2, WKRN. This next one that you'll see is even scarier because this thing is coming to you head on. Look at this shit from iBike4Cookies, just hitting you square in the face. How scary is that shit? Just keep rolling right at you. I can't imagine taking video of this. And watching it play out, because this, this I don't know if it's a window in front of us, if it's a windshield, it's getting pelted with hail. But it happened fast, it happened quick, and it happened in a hurry. And I'm glad everybody is safe. That's movie type stuff, says Coach Payton. Yeah, the weather, man, the weather freaks me out sometimes. <laughs> the weather really does scare me, but we appreciate. Oh, excuse me, I muted my microphone. We appreciate Josh Breslow. And iBike for Cookies for providing that video to us tonight. Uh, can the weather in Nashville get any worse? I don't believe so, because uh, that was pretty damn scary in itself. But we hope everybody is okay. We hope everybody is safe. And, uh, and uh, you know, we hope you've had a good week here with us on primetime, because that's the end of the primetime week. We had, we had we continued to crank out such great content this week. And I, I don't say that because I say it every week. Um, but this week, you know, it's in particular true. If you didn't listen to the 615 sessions podcast on Tuesday, it was a banger. Ron Slay, Mike Wilson from the Knoxville News Sentinel. We put a we put a the last nail in the coffin of Rick Barnes and the Tennessee Vols. I have written all manner of Titans articles for a Z Nashville.com. I wrote one today on how Josh Reynolds, your new wide receiver, um, your new wide receiver wants to make a name for himself. And that's what I'm going to do the radio show on tomorrow. By the way, the radio show has been kick-ass this week, too, to be honest with you. Today. We had Coach Casey Alexander from Men's uh, Belmont Men's Basketball. He's our tournament analyst every Thursday. His insight was spectacular if you're trying to you know, keep tabs on your bracket or if you're just trying to bet the basketball at this point. We had Diana Rusini, my friend from ESPN, to talk all things Titans and free agency. We had an exceptional breakdown from Harry Douglas, former Titans wide receiver, on all of the wide receivers in this class. And his relationship with his good friend, Corey Davis, and why Corey ended up leaving Tennessee. If you don't listen to it live from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone, you're missing out. Tomorrow's going to be a lot of fun, too. We got David oven of The Athletic, the great balls reporter. We got Coach Mack from Titans Radio, and we're going to break down with he and Rhett Bryan, also of Titans Radio, all things secondary coming up in this draft. Because I don't know how many people saw J.C. Horn's Pro Day, but it was lit. He's going to be so far off the board by the time the Titans are picking, it's going to break my heart. We're going to talk about it with Coach Mack tomorrow. So it's 10-1 to on 104.5 The Zone if you listen to us live. Or you can get the podcast. It's just Buck Rising on 104.5 The Zone. Because you know I'm everywhere. Because you know I'm cranking the content out. Because you know damn sure that I'm going to have a good weekend because I deserve a cocktail. And so do you after we get through this weather. Because you know that damn sure I'm not tired yet. No! go! No.